I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Thank you for calling PLTs, home of the PLTs. Can I take your order? Yeah, I'll take one PLT, please. Welcome to Poor Little Thing, the podcast, also known as PLT, the podcast where we share and discuss stories involving life's poor little things. Like that time the world's most powerful and self-proclaimed progressive country in the world told women they have zero control over their body and they essentially own them and their decision making. I have no words. You're not only PLTs, but you're also POASs. And honey, if you don't know what that means, it stands for Pieces of Absolute Shit. Fuck you. Hi, my name is Ryan Steele. And with me, as always, is the Bobby Brown to my Whitney, the um, Ginger Spice to my Sporty Spice, the Britney Spears to whatever his name is that she's with right now. Sam. 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 It's Amy Marie Goodmurphy. Hi. Hi. I don't want to be your Bobby Brown to your Whitney. Why not? Because he, that, that's, we shouldn't have actually said that one. Yeah, that. It's like saying I'm your, you know what, to Tina Turner. Yeah. We don't say his name, Ike. Ike. We, we, don't, don't we just that. said his name. Why did I, I didn't, I came out. Oh my God, you know what happens. Oh my God, how you doing? I'm really good. Happy Pride Month. Happy Pride. Whoa, we oh made it. Oh my God, we made it. Yeah, June. 
what about pride? Yeah. So we're gay. Yeah. I don't know if you've, if you've caught that or mm-hmm. not. We're yeah. both we're raging. Both gay, yeah. yeah. That's why we're not together. A lot of people think we're a couple. Yeah. We would be like, we've slept together. We tried, but yeah. no, that's a lie. But you know what though? We would try. Well, we've talked about us trying before. Yeah, you've tried. You were very curious because yeah. you've never slept with a woman. I have not. Well, you need to, you want to sleep with me? That's what they say. You don't know if you're really gay unless you do. That's what they say. I would like to sleep with a woman. Totally. Really? I actually would. Why don't you? Because I don't know. Cause I'm not a very sexual person, but if you'd like to, you could like if someone yeah. was willing. Oh, honey, I know. Okay, I calm down. <laughs> there would be a lineup down the street. Back to pride. I hate this <laughs> I'm not talking about the straights. Okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. Sh- we should have never. Yeah. Tell me about some of your pride experiences. Some of my pride experiences. Honey, you're like 58. How many? Have you I been know to? I've been to lots. Um, I'm trying to think because because I was a bartender for so long. There was many many prides that I was mostly bartending them, but it wasn't the worst thing in the world. Especially when I worked at a little Vancouver spot called 1181, which had great events. We used to have one event called the Big Fat Cock Contest, which I actually stole from from a real event down in LA when I used to go to LA all the time. Um, but, oh. I, but I brought it up. I brought it up to 1181. Yeah. And because it was my idea to bring it, I was the photographer. So if you had a big fat cock, you get to come into the little office with me and you'd show me your big fat cock and I'd take a photo of it. And then we would print them and put them all up on a wall. And then everyone would vote on their favorite big fat cock. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> yeah, they do it in LA at a club every single Thursday or something. Like it's a normal thing down there. And one time a guy came in and he had to get his boyfriend to come in with him to help him like get thicker, if you know what I mean. Are you fucking serious? <laughs> yes. And I was just there drinking a vodka soda in a large glass. And you were the big cock <laughs> like, measurer. I would take the photos. Yeah. So all of these men would be like, yes, I'm going to come in and show you my big fat cock. You take a photo, yeah. you put them on the wall and mm-hmm. then everybody votes whose fat cock is the fattest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, essentially. A look into a gay man's world. You are missing out. If yeah. you're not gay, become gay. Yeah, it was fun. But then it only lasted a couple of years. I think we ran out of big fat cocks. The police came. Yeah, the police came. <laughs> Someone called the police and said, I don't like this. Yeah, we can't do this. Oh my God. Yeah. Well, I've had some nice, you know, pride myself. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a lesbian. Yeah. We used to go, you know what? We used to, so I've been, I've been around, like I've been to a few different prides myself. Mm-hmm. Um, But, you know, at Pride in Vancouver, there's like, there's, there can be separate events. There's like, you know, the gay men events, which mm. women, people can go to, mm-hmm. but there's also the lesbian, predominant lesbian events. Yeah. Well, one of them was called Chica's. Mm. Mm. So every year, um, depending on who I was dating or not, we'd get tickets to Chica's. Okay. And for the, when I first started going to Pride, it was at the, where the macaroni girl used to be. Oh, I remember. Which sounds trash, but it's here. It was like this beautiful, like, I think it was an old mansion restored into yeah. a restaurant. It's still there. I think they're turning it into apartments. Shocker. Well, then there was a body found there. Oh, yeah, we don't want to talk oh my about God, that. I don't want to talk about that. Yeah, I really no, just said that. No, no. What does that have to do with pride? Yeah, yeah, I'm not allowed to talk about that actually legally. What? Yeah. Anyway, pride. Okay. So anyways, they used to host, they had this big, beautiful lawn mm-hmm. and like shrubbery, if you will. Mm-hmm. And they used to host a beautiful lesbian outdoor party. And every year after year, the want well, to know what I looked forward to the most? What's that? They used to have an ice luge. Oh. And it was the shape of a woman's body. It had breasts and uh, the vagina. Okay. There was a little like hose. And so <laughs> no. some like dyke would pour in like a shot. And where did it come out of? It came out of her vagina. Oh my God. And and you, that, that's why you loved it. That's why I loved it. Because <laughs> I would go and I was like, everyone's like, who's going to do a luge shot? And I was like, I will. <laughs> And then I went up to do it and everyone put their mouth on it. Oh my God. That's gross. Yeah, that's not very COVID friendly. Well, COVID wasn't happening at the time, but who knows what else was happening. So it probably won't be there this year. I'm not going to Chica's because also (laughs) we, we would, we don't partake anymore, but we used to like, it was also, I don't know what the word is. Like we were the lesbians that like, 
we're kind of like wanted to be a bit cool and mysterious, yeah. I guess, which is like, we're losers, yeah. but we would like not every, like a lot of times at these parties, people just kind of be at their own tables or their own spot on the grass. And we'd all just like, look at each other. <laughs> just be like, like in your own group, but yeah. like no one's friendly at the gay, like men parties. They were so fun. Yeah. I much prefer. Yeah. I have to tell you, I, I, I had a real awakening when I finally realized, Hey, I don't really like partying at pride mm -hmm. the same, same thing. Like yeah. it, it was okay for a while. And then it became like, I was forcing myself to go cause I felt like I needed to as a gay person, yeah. I should go and celebrate, yeah. but there is an awesome outdoor, the sunset beach party, mm -hmm. but I can't go to that anymore. Why? Because I got too drunk and sunstroke yeah. a couple years ago yeah. there and Jenny had to come pick me up. Yeah. And I basically, you know that, um, what's the guy from Baywatch? David Hasselhoff. You know that viral video that went of him eating a burger sloppily? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what I look like yeah. in the bath. She got me a burger. Shit. And I had sunstroke. Do you remember that time at Sunset Beach when we broke the internet? How could I forget? <laughs> uh, about Pride, I want to say maybe four years ago, maybe five. Amy Goodmurphy and Mr. Ryan Steele shared a passionate kiss, and it was actually like a little tongue involved. It was like it wasn't like a makeup, but it was like an it was an open mouth kiss. I there guess. was no tongue. There was no tongue, but, but it was, we opened. Yeah, we opened mouth, and uh, people on the line didn't know what to do. They didn't like it. Yeah, they were shocked. Well, I think some people liked it too much too. Well, excuse me. Yeah. How, I don't know how many times we get a DM. Why is it so interesting to people to know if we're a couple or not? How many DMs have we had? Hey, I just don't get it. Are you guys together or not? <laughs> and how about we never answer? We it. never answer. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have to be, we have to keep our secrets. Mm -hmm. Anyways. Yeah. I've been to a lot of prides. I've been to Toronto pride, San Francisco pride. You and I performed at Jasper. Jasper yeah. Pride. I've been to New York pride. You have? Yeah, I've been to New York pride. Was it yeah. cool? It was fun. Yeah. That was my first time I ever had a threesome. Are you serious? Yeah, it was fun. And he was very nice. And he was like a lawyer and he was very gentle. And he and it was with my partner and he took care of both of us. And after I walked out of it, and I'm like, I would do that again. He was very gentle. Like as in like, you know, I thought they'd be like, you know, show me your hole and throw me across oh, the bed and yeah. just like be fucking my partner. I'm like, no, but it was like, <laughs> it, it was very nice. Like he'd come and kiss me and you know, touch me and go down there. And then he'd go to my partner and he'd be, give him a little love. And I watched like, oh, it was kind of hot for me to watch them because they were both so hot. Yeah. And then sometimes we all like triple like, Mwah. like you triple like we'd all kiss. Be, like, yeah. Whoa. No, I, actually, I made that up. I don't know if that was true, but there would be certain times where we were all involved. That was, Most of the time we were all involved, you know, because here's how it goes, Amy. So I can be sucking his dick and then he'd be sucking. <laughs> Look, I get it. Yeah, you get it. But also that sound effect of you three kissing mm -hmm. sounded like a pig eating slop Perfect. or like a dog licking like a water out of a bullet. Th that's what I was going for. Yeah. That's what it sounded yeah, like. Yeah, that's what it sounded like. Well, speaking of traveling. Speaking of traveling, yeah. I just took a little, uh, little mini trip. Where'd you go? I went to Ireland for four days. I know. Who does that? I had a bunch of friends that were all going to be in Dublin on the same Thursday night. Uh, a bunch of people that I used to work with that are Irish and live there. And a bunch of people from Vancouver that just happened to be in town. And I, I don't like to miss out on things. I get it. So I, you know, packed up my bags and I flew myself out there and it was... <laughs> It was like, I'd say it was the best trip and worst trip of my life. Why? Best trip because I surprised a bunch of women showed up and that was just, I love surprising people. Like I showed, I surprised my sister in Australia once, best feeling. And then you videotape it and you get all the attention online. I love attention. <laughs> so <laughs> people are like, don't even, say I those things say out that. loud. We've talked I, about that. And even after my trip, I like, I was in Calgary waiting for my like, connecting flight. And before I'm even home, I've already posted all my favorite videos and, and photos from here's my <laughs> Ireland photo dump. I'm such a fucking whore. Anyway, it was so much fun. The first time we all went out and it was just so much fun. And then the next day, like we were playing cards and day drinking. And I'm at this like Irish pub that was like, you just, I, I was in Ireland, but I looked around and I'm like, holy shit, I'm in Ireland. Like yeah. it wasn't very touristy. It was just very like, it was amazing. It was like out of a movie and I did something I never do. What? I ate ass. So that Wait, was. <laughs> 
You what? Yeah, I had a little hookup on the first night too. And uh, I ate, I never eat ass, but I ate some of his ass. I got my knife and my fork and I just went in there. You ate ass. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, he just kind of presented himself and it was just like the right thing to do. Yeah. Okay, hang on. We didn't even shower before. Hey, I don't want to know that. <laughs> Listen, actually, I do. I want to know all the details. So he presented himself to you. Mm-hmm. And has no one presented themselves to you in that way in the last like X amount of years? Not like, like he like he put his like legs up like he was behind like, him. Go. And I was like, oh, okay, I'm like, like I dove in. You know what I mean? Like I plugged my nose. I was like, <laughs> I went in. Yeah. Just like, okay, yeah. here I go. Here I go. But it was, it was enjoyable. And then, yeah. So that's, you know, the trip's going great. And then the trip went south real quick. I found it. So I had, I had the first night I was staying with, well, I stayed with him, but I was supposed to stay at my friend's Airbnb. And then the next three nights I had a hotel booked for myself because right. I'm an adult now and I book hotels for myself. You just turned an adult uh, yeah. and now you do. Yeah. And so I booked a hotel. I show up to this really nice hotel, the Morgan Hotel. I walk in. I'm like, hey, I'm Ryan Steele. I'd like to check in. She looks at my computer. Uh, we have no uh, no record of you, Mr. Steele. I show her my um, itinerary or like my receipt or whatever, my yeah. phone. And then her she says, still doesn't know. And her, her like boss comes by and she looks at it really quick and she just goes, oh yeah, that's a scam website. So you know what? That sucked. But I was like, okay. And they still haven't took the money on my account. So at the end of the day, I wasn't really like scam scammed. I just didn't have a fucking place to stay. But luckily I have, I have a million friends there. And my friends um, was in town and her mom, they live in the cottage. And it's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful place. And they had just redone a bunch of it. And we got to stay in that part. And it was like really nice. I got out of a movie. But you got to eat ass. I got to eat ass and I drank a lots of Guinnesses <laughs> and yeah, that's about it. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. That's fucked. Yeah, All for four days of ass eating. Also, yeah, I think it's because, you know, COVID, it fucked everything up. I haven't traveled in a while and I just was like, I also trust everybody and everything. So yeah. I know moving forward now to book hotels through the hotel yeah. and only trust like Expedia booking.com the ones yeah. you know this one was called like jambalaya travel.com or something i was like oh I'll give it a whirl jambalaya travel yeah. wow what a discount i'll take it <laughs> i'll take it i'm the complete opposite i am always on high alert i trust absolutely fucking nobody yeah, yeah, i need more of you in my life well please i'll protect you thank you listen there's no segue for this but i want to talk about the diva cup <laughs> yeah, go do it <laughs> there's no segue i can't segue into this okay mm-hmm. it's about period stuff oh i'm a boy i can't i'm gonna turn this off now no you're not you're gonna listen to this and you're gonna actually turn it up yeah and if i find out that one fucking guy turned this down or fast forwarded i'm gonna come for you okay the diva cup so this is not a new thing if you don't know what the diva cup is essentially it's like um better for the environment it's a silicone cup that when uh people i should say have their period um you can instead of using a tampon always and having to change it and put you know whatever and some people flush it down the toilet. You're not supposed to do that. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to wrap it up. That's why your whole garbage can is filled with tampons all the time mm-hmm. from me. Yeah. I'm always on my period. Yeah. I anyway. change it every three months. You? Yeah. Great. So anyhow, the diva cup. So of course I want to be on the right side of things. I get the diva cup. Okay. okay. A lot of people use it. Most of the time girls are like, Oh my God, it's so easy. So what they tell you to do is you, you like, Put it into like an eight shape, like you scrunch it with your finger. This is what the classic eight shape. The classic eight shape. You yeah. pinch it, okay? And so when you have your period, you pinch it and then you sh- essentially shove it up inside of yourself. Then you twist it. Hmm. You twist it so that it, then you wait for the. Oh God. So, so for the walls of your vagina, yeah. suck onto it. Okay. And then the period is supposed to, the menstrual 
you know what, the blood yeah, yeah, yeah. is supposed to pour into this cup. And then it's like, oh, then you pull it out and you dump it and that's it. And it's great. Guess what that really looks like? Sounds messy as fuck. It is. How about this? No one talks about on the commercials or when you're talking with your friends. Oh yeah, I use a diva cup. Oh, I use it. I love it. It's so much better for the environment. What about when you're at work, Tina, and you have a heavy flow and you have to go dump out your fucking little cup that's inside of you, that sits inside of you all day long. Okay. That's not comfortable. I do feel it. And it doesn't suck to all my walls. Yeah, Tina. It spills over, Tina, because I have a heavy flow and maybe I'm different than you. Yeah, Tina Mashana. But you know what's not different, Tina Mashana? When you go into a public washroom because you don't live in your house all day long, 24-7, sometimes you're out and you need to change and dump your diva cup, Mm -hmm. you go into the stall, you shove your little hands up inside your, you know what, twist it, pull it out, there's blood everywhere, then you pour it into the toilet, there's blood all over your hands. Oh God. Then you twist it again, shove it up, twist, suction cup. Man, close your ears. Close your ears, man. Actually, yeah, you can turn this down. (laughs) Anybody can turn this down. And then you unlock the latch and the public thing with your sick little hands, open the, put the fucking tap on and wash your hands and try and get out of your your fingernails so nobody knows that you've just fucking gone inside yourself to try and fucking dump your bowl. That was our first ad ever on our podcast (laughs) for Diva Cup. I'm so excited we started doing ads. <laughs> Me too. So yeah, you did. Yeah. You, you really sold. I Diva did. Cups, so they yeah. said we could say whatever we wanted. Oh, look at my phone. I'm already getting a notification. We've already sold ten diva cups. Wow! Thank Whoa, you guys. Thank you guys. That's so nice. That's so nice of you. Anyways, that was a bit of a rant. And <laughs> yeah, I get just it. to warn you, mm-hmm. the whole rest of this thing is going to be just things I hate. That's fine. That's fine. I have some very um, exciting slash disturbing news. <laughs> okay, good. So go for on. our loyal PLT listeners, um, we know that I have a Pee Wee Herman doll. Yeah. And I, I want to say about two months ago, he just went missing. And I've had this guy for fuck, like 35 years. Like I've had him forever. He used to talk, but then he broke at some point and that's another story. But anyway, I love him. And you know, even though I'm like a 44 year old man, I like to have my little Pee Wee on my shelf, yeah. you know, because yeah. who cares? Anyway, um, he went missing a while ago and we had no idea. And then guess what happened the other day? He's back. What do you mean he's back? He's back. He just showed up. He was behind my TV. And so he's here. If you're on Patreon right now, you can see he's, we actually put him at the front. He's here again. He looks a little scary, actually, because we have so much light on us. He looks terrified. Yeah, he's terrified. But anyway, um, he's back. And so I don't know how long he'll be here for. And um, I think I'm going to put him, like, I'll lock him in like, my closet when I go to bed because I, who knows? It's like, again, it's like a Chucky situation. So why don't you set up a webcam or a webcam? Oh, I already got a couple in here, actually. You do? Yeah, I never told you. Why do you have them? In here? Um, anyway, we're moving on. Okay. Tell me about texting. <laughs> Our segues are so bad. Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. So just want to know something else that I hate. What's that? I hate when people text you and just say, call me. I absolutely hate it. I hate it. Mm-hmm. Why? Tell why. Why? Just call me. You know, yeah. who says call me all the time. My dad. Oh. And so no matter what I'm doing, it's my dad. He texts us, call me. I got an, I can't know if it's an emergency or not. So I yeah. call him yeah. and he goes, Hey, what's up? Nothing. What's up? What's going on? Is everybody okay? Yeah. Yeah. I just want to know what you're doing. Then call then then call me or say, hey, what you doing? The last time I got a text, call me, someone died. Oh God. No, but that's what usually call me is usually okay, for listeners, you shouldn't do it. Or say, hey, give me a call when you get a chance. A smiley face. No problem. That means you want to chat. And smiley face. Yeah, we all, I love a good smile. I, I overuse them, but I've no. kind of chilled out a little bit. Now I use LOL correctly and incorrectly sometimes. But um <laughs> yeah, call me. Like what? It's so scary. It could it's be so a million scary. things. I just don't like it. Any text etiquette in general. Yeah. Like learn how to use sure. Yeah. If you're gonna oh, say Oh, sure. Uh, sure. If you're gonna use if you're a sure per- I have a friend who's a sure person. 
I don't know if she's going to listen to this or not, but if you do, you should listen up. Yeah. Put it, if you're going to use sure, like you do in real life, real life, I say sometimes like an excited sure. Like, yeah, yeah right? Like your voice. Mm-hmm. If you're going to do that, put a fucking exclamation mark at the end of it. Yes. Don't just put sure. Yeah, hey, do you want to come for dinner with me and my friends tonight? Sure. Like what? That's what, that's how it reads. Yeah. Like, or how about sure? Exclamation mark. That'd be fun. Yeah. Fuck. There's a fucking difference. It's a fucking difference. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. People suck. Anyways, you know what I was thinking though? If I ever took acting really seriously, I'd want to be on a soap opera because you're always lying down. You're either, you're either having sex or like, or talking to your loved one in your bed, uh-huh. or you've been shot and you're in the hospital bed. I, it was, cause it was on today. It was, I, it was by an accident. I didn't mean to put it on, but it was on my TV and there were so many people lying in bed, hospital and apartments. And I was like, I want to do that job. Cause how great would it be right now if we were doing this both lying down? I would love that. Yeah. Every time I'm here and you have it on, no joke. Yeah. Two people are always in bed. Yeah. The man always has his shirt off <laughs> and the woman is always wearing a, either a strappy uh, tank yeah. or like a silk, um, tiny little sleep shirt. Mm-hmm. Oh God. Oh God. I was lying down. Yeah. We should get to our guests. Our guest today is a hilarious and charismatic digital creator, a friend of Dorothy, a body hair hunk man, and is embarrassingly known for jumping on stage over a hundred times during Dolly Parton concerts. What? Which has ultimately caused her to put a restraining order against him. Ouch. It's Nick Norsha. Hey y'all, how are we, how are we doing? Yeah, we're doing real good. What's that all about? Yeah. Why, why do you do that? Um, that is crazy. I just, I, don't don't know how you got that story. I don't know. How, I thought I thought my publicist hid that. Yeah, no, no we no. digged. Yeah, we digged. Yeah, yeah. Dig deep. No, could you imagine? I would if if, Do- if I was on Dolly Parton's shit list. I don't know if I would have a purpose on on, on the earth anymore. <laughs> That's how much you love her. I I love Dolly Parton. Yeah, we heard that. We heard that, and that you. It's a connection that you have with one of your grandparents. Yes. Well, because Dolly Parton is like one of the most amazing icons Mm -hmm. there is to exist. And one of the things I love about her is like, she's so great that when you think about her fan base, like polar opposite people love her. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, cause I like also love like Miley Cyrus, but like people that I like do not associate with like my grandparents, like very like conservative religious people. Like they're like, Oh, Miley Cyrus is going to hell in a handbasket type vibe. (laughs) But when it comes to Dolly Parton, you have like full on like, flaming homosexuals and like GOP Trump rally, like fanatics also like both loving the same person. And I just think that's kind of cool how she's able to like be so, you know, amazing. couple fun facts. There's a poster of Dolly Parton in my kitchen and Dolly Parton and I share the same birthday. Whoa. No way. Mm -hmm. Whoa. That is actually really cool. I didn't know that. We're the same age too. Yeah, mm-hmm. they are actually. Nick, please, for our listeners out there, tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. Well, I'm Nick Norsha. Um, I'm a 26 Fleming homosexual living in Los Angeles. I am from Alabama. Um, I moved out to LA with, you know, big dreams as everyone does. Um, and I work in entertainment. I'm an assistant. And then during the pandemic, I did the social media. Th- I mean, I've always been on social media, but like that's when I was unemployed and had all this time. And I was like, I'm going to download TikTok. And actually, I had, I already was making TikTok before the pandemic, but I like blew up on maybe blew up, not the right word, but like got a following <laughs> where I was like, wait, I can do this. Like I can make content and like, you know, make a career out of it. So, um, yeah. So that's kind of like, so I'm like a content creator slash assistant on like a, you know, two jobs. 
Very cool. Amazing. And, yeah, honey, you can say you blew up because yeah, you fucking blew yeah, up. You blew okay? way up. You came into our atmosphere and yeah. wow. We've known about you for a while. We've been loving it. Yeah. I'll tell you that much. I'm, I'm blushing. Oh God, please. You're going to blush a little bit more when we get into this. Wait till you hear <laughs> what we're going to ask you to do. We're just jerking you off verbally for an oh, hour. Yeah. Okay? I mean, I have a chub right now. So. Yeah, oh my good. God. Yeah. We, yeah. Ryan's been touching himself for the last 15 hey, minutes. Hey, 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 hey. I can't stand up. <laughs> <laughs> please don't. I don't want to see it yet. Not till it's fully hard. Yeah. Here's the thing. We heard you say in a recent podcast that a lot of your humor stems from hardships and how you think laughing is important in that regard, which I thought was very interesting. And I was wondering if you might be able to talk a little bit more about that. Yeah. Um, of course I would love to talk. About that. <laughs> okay. Good. Um, when it comes to like comedians or just people that are, you know, funny and a lot of co- a common denominator is like trauma or like, just like hardships. And, um, that's one gift I think of like people that are funny is like, they're funny for a reason. They're not just like, you know, cracking jokes. And, um, when you are able, and I feel God awful for people that can't like make light of situations that are dire and they just want to like dwell in like the direness of the world. Um, but like when you're able to use humor as a coping mechanism and like honestly find the silver linings and like make hardships, like, you know, somewhat more digestible through humor is, um, that's how I got through life. So I lost my mom at 17 and it wasn't like, I wasn't making like dead mom jokes, but I kind of realized then that was like my first, you know, thing. And, um, but I kind of realized that like, for whatever reason, like a uh, humor was a, a way to kind of get through that, mm-hmm. not having a mom. But like my first mother's day, it was like, instead of being sad and depressed, it was like, I was always cracking jokes or like making jokes. I don't know. Just, and that kind of helped me. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. So I just kind of have, use that as my motto and become funnier and funnier as my my life becomes more and more (laughs) tragic as your life just unfolds into complete hell. I've just been really funny. Like literally if I don't become a successful like comedian, I will need, I'm going to like have to pray to God for like something bad to happen. And like, God, can you, no, I'm not going to say it. No, my God. (laughs) No, no, don't say that. You're already kind of a successful comedian. Okay. Yeah. You already are successful. Very much so. Yeah. I think that's really cool though. And I think we can all kind of agree to that. And that's probably like a more, well-known thing that most comedians are just like, I always say that too. I'm like, they're like, people say you're so funny. And I'm like, it's cause I'm fucked. Yeah. No, no. I, I, and I think, you know, obviously like seeing a therapist and all that type of stuff is like totally right. I'm not saying like the, this, the, the key to like <laughs> the cure, like humor, the cure. Yeah, there yeah. we go. But like, uh, actually on one of my stories recently, some guy like replied, um, this is not the first time it's happened. Like literally just replied to my story when I'm just like talking about like, you know, daddy issues or something. And he just said like betterhelp.com. And I was like, Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Bitch. Thank you. Uh, word, uh, oh, I was going to call him a cunt, but we don't like to no, say that No, Ryan just, Ryan just came across the word cunt <laughs> and I have allowed him to say it. So we spent a lot of time with each other and I've said, okay, you can start saying cunt, but now he's gone off with I'm, it. I'm overusing the word cunt. He yeah. has, it you know, is such a powerful word, powerful uh, word. Yeah. yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. But he's been calling me a cunt all day. <laughs> There's a yeah. line, Nick. Yeah, she's like five well, minutes late. I'm like, you're five minutes late, cunt. cunt. I always call my like, gay friends cunts because I, I think as men, I never knew how, like that is the most offensive word to call a woman. <laughs> mm-hmm. And like, yeah. I have, I no longer call like, like jokingly call my girlfriends cunts. Cause they like, they just don't, it's not funny. <laughs> yeah. They're like, yeah. Grab their pearls. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we, we did some sleuthing. We did some, did you some know, sleuthing. some work on you. Um, I personally <laughs> thought your devil character was like your, I think it might've been your first breakout character, but it wasn't, yes, it, it was. wasn't your first time that you were doing some TikToks and reels and all that. <laughs> I went back in your TikTok. Um, 
I don't know exactly which one it was, but was there one TikTok you made where you were like, oh shit, like it kind of blew up? Was there one that stood out that you were like, oh, I'm going to give this a try? Like I could be good at this? Um, I didn't really, the, the Satan one was when it was like, I was having people asking me to like make it a series or like continuation. Mm -hmm. And, uh, at the time when I had, you know, a hundred followers and I had a video that got 10,000 views, I was like, Oh my God, I went viral. (laughs) Um, and it was just such a great feeling. Obviously social media is a drug. And like, there's been the studies on like the likes and the comment, all that shit does like the the same shit that drugs do to your brain is like social media. Um, and so like that feel like I kind of got not addicted, but I like, just like loved waking up and like opening up my TikTok, And it was like, you know, like all these notifications. And I was like, Oh my God, people, people like me. Nick, you come from a religious upbringing as mm-hmm. do I, this little mm-hmm. big old dyke does too. She went to a Catholic private school. I know that you went Shut to, up. I think you went to a, Christian private? I went school? to a, like a, yeah, a Christian school. Okay. Scary. Um, <laughs> <laughs> very scary to me. Um, mine was scary. Anyways, you said that when your dad, who is very religious, found out about your devil character, he said that you were playing with fire and we make religious videos. We started making them maybe like a couple years ago during the pandemic or yeah. something. And I had sort of come up with that because I have my own like religious trauma. And I now all we do is like, but when we started doing them, it was like, I wanted to know if you ever have like, what's it called? Like religious guilt at all. Like, do you ever get a little bit, does that ever like come into your mind at all? Your religious upbringing when you're doing these like against Christianity or against religion, where you're like, there's a second where it's like, Oh, this feels like, you know, everything they taught us, which is like, yeah. this is bad. I, I, I did at the beginning because I was like, what I, I'm, you know, because people, I got the guilt when people were like, you're making Satan an enjoyable character. Right. Cause all of like, you know, Christianity, like Satan's literally like say it's the worst, like evil, like, and, and I make him a likable, like <laughs> funny kind of like guy. Yeah. And so from that standpoint, I was like, I guess I am. Um, but in my head, like, you know, obviously if I go to hell, then like, I think Satan's going to take it a little easier on me because <laughs> I'm like, dude, I make you hot and funny. People there love you, you up there. Yes. Also, we, we keep calling him the devil. We'll call him Satan from now on satan 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 i got love more nothing more than what, i never get like or I, sometimes people recognize me just like oh i like your videos but like typically someone's like recognizes me it's like oh you're satan and it's so <laughs> funny I'm like, oh my god yeah i want to say i love your tiktoks where you change your female friends into men and then you rate how how far you'd go hot. with them sexually like how hot they are and like what base you would go with them no they they loved it they they honestly were like i now know how you feel when you have a viral video because they were like viral by association <laughs> and they were having like work friends and like friends from high school or like people they hadn't talked to in years like sending them the thing and like holy shit like i just saw you on tiktok or like or like oh you know like nick or like all this stuff and they just like had that adrenaline like high and they're like (laughs) and they they, all of them were like i get it i get it like Mm -hmm. it would and they were going through the comments like 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 they're like i just spent the past two hours reading like a thousand comments and like (laughs) people were like you know saying their bits and pieces and they like loved it Uh, a girl at my work did the same thing with me and a bunch of guys at my work and i was actually a pretty good looking girl you're a pretty woman i was a pretty woman yeah i was really happy and and she she would with me she would she would i could see i could see that you have you have i mean you have like manly features but like i could see 
be a beautiful woman. Hey, thank you so that's much. So, that's nice <laughs> you thing see the, the characters I play in female are not very pretty. They're not very pretty. Yeah. Know. But I don't really like, I just put on lashes and sometimes that's it. Yeah. And a bit in a wig. Hey, you know what? This is all for fun. But you just look the way you look and, and someone's going to find you attractive. Mm, you know what I mean? Exactly. It doesn't have to be. Um, okay. So um, you probably know this about me already, but I'm, I'm a big reality TV fan. He and doesn't know that about you. He probably does. But in, in, if in I some, did my due diligence too. If in, you know, if we were to get married, you know, <laughs> we would have to watch a lot of reality TV, just so you know. I'm wondering, what is your favorite reality show and why? That is a great question. This is going to be hard because because I'm going to disappoint you that I like hardly ever watch reality TV. Turn it off. No, no, I, hey, hey, hey. Get him off of here. I, I, I want to give him a chance. I do love The Real Housewives. Okay. Which one? Which one? New York. Okay. Yeah. I got into that a bit. Yeah. Um, and the reason I watched that one is because last summer I was working in the Hamptons and a lot, a lot of those bitches have a house in the Hamptons. And so I was like seeing some of them, but it wasn't cool because I was like, I don't know who this is. Mm. And then I was like, I need to just watch it. And then I was like, Hey, this is actually like pretty funny. And like, mm. I enjoy it. Um, but the most recent one, I love selling sunset. Yeah. Oh, Did you see the reunion? Excuse me. Pardon me. No, I, I'm behind. I'm on season three. Okay. I'm not going to say anything. But I need you to know that that they have a reunion after this latest season. There's a reunion for the first time ever. And Tan, what's his name? Tan France. I don't really watch it. Tan. Anyways, he hosts it. And something is revealed that is LGBTQ plus IA plus. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> two pluses now? That was a lot for me. Yeah. What? Those are two pluses? I'm, I'm at the beginning of the thing. I'm a oh, lesbian. Oh, so it's like hard oh, for me okay. to like yeah. continue it, on, it, but I'm going to do it anyways yeah. because I, I'm part of the community. Yeah. You're the first part of it. Something happens with the LGBTQIA plus community in the thing and it's unsuspecting and I think you might shit your pants. So I just want to say <laughs> keep with I'm it. I'm so excited. You might yeah, shit it's your great. pants. Also, New York um, Housewives of New York City, what season did you start and where are you at? Um, I did not finish. I literally just watched uh, like enough and I like skipped here and there because some of them like Simone Simone Singer is that, is that wait, right? Did I Singer, say that right? Um, what's her name? Sing, her last name Singer. Yes. What's her name is Ramona. Oh, Ramona. Ramona. She's Ramona. fucking crazy. Uh, she okay so i saw her at this charity event and she did the most like it made me so happy to see her behave where behave in a manner where it was as if cameras were on her but there was no cameras not okay so she's a true like she she's psycho she's yes. wild she's true she's authentic to her crazy <laughs> she has to be yeah. so what if i'm self-involved who else should i be involved with um, recently you were on a podcast. Um, I can't remember the name of it. There was a host by the name of Sophia who also comes from religious background and I think identifies as queer. Um, and you talked a lot about just religious upbringings and religious trauma and all these things that I could really relate to. And what I wanted to tell you that if no one has told you, and this is the truth, I'm not being funny, that I'm very proud of you for living your authentic life. And that if no one has told you how proud of you they are, I am, I know that you are as someone who's from the gay community and that we always say that when people want to, people are waiting to come out or, or haven't come out yet, rather we're waiting for you. 
Like your whole, there's this whole yeah. community that is waiting for you and waiting to give you a hug and waiting to say it's okay. And now you're going to live this beautiful, authentic life. I know it makes me want to cry too, actually. Yeah. Oh, but so sweet. Yeah. So I really mean it. I just listen so to So unlike you. I know. Oh. <laughs> he knows me ding, so ding, well. Ding, 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 ding. Okay. We're going to put that in. Um, <laughs> no, thank you so much. That means a lot to hear that from you. Yeah. And isn't it so nice to like, because I know you've only really been out what for four or five years now? Four, four and a half. Four yeah. Four and a half. And like it only just oh, so cliche, it gets better. But like truly when you're just a living your authentic life and you're finding your people and you're finding mm-hmm. your new your new family and new family members, it's just amazing. And so I'm really happy for you. And and you've made the right choice because it's all coming. Your life is just coming to fruition for you, honey. And it's working. Oh, thank you. Yes. Thank you. I'm already seeing, seeing the signs. My, um, I'm so, 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 so happy. Good. Um, yeah. You're still a cunt. You're a cunt from hell. <laughs> and, you're, and you're going Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Hell, you are going to hell. Oh. And I'll see you there. I'll take you spot. No, no, I get it. Maybe, maybe. No, we're yeah. going for we'll, sure. Yeah, Trust probably, us. We yeah. learned it in school. We're going. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, we are too. Um, Honestly, it's not because I'm gay. <laughs> it's from all the other shit. I know. Um, Nick, by no means uh, can I compare my upbringing to yours, but as a young gay boy in the 80s in buttfuck nowhere Canada, I understand the feeling a little bit of not knowing what to do with the feelings you're having about your sexuality. I'm just wondering, what were your first memories growing up that you thought, hey, I might be a little different. I might be gay. I mean, there wasn't necessarily like a like a date, but it's, it's early. <laughs> you don't like, have the date? Oh <laughs> God, this question's ruined. It, it wasn't like a moment <laughs> when I was like, oh my God, I think I'm gay. But um, I just remember and I always... Um, like when people ask me this question, I just remember being a, like very, very young, like six, five, six. Mm-hmm. And um, my, we, something we watched all the time in my house was The Sound of Music and Seven Brats for Seven Brothers. And I remember thinking Christopher Plummer was a daddy and still to the state. Like <laughs> for those that don't know, Christopher Plummer is the dad in some music. Um, but Seven Brothers for Seven Brothers, for those that don't know, it's music hell. And um, my dad would always ask me, my brothers, like who our favorite girl was. Oh, and then I liked Benjamin, who had this like lumberjack, like amazing chiseled chin jaw. Mm-hmm. Like it was okay, so sexy. Um, <laughs> and I remember being like, I like him. Yeah, but I, I, God, I didn't say that. Oh. But uh, I remember thinking that like, I like that guy. Mm-hmm. And that was before like, like, you know, I was just, I was like, 
but I mean, there was no sexual tension because I was five. Jesus. Well, hey, we all start somewhere. Yeah. I saw it in your Instagram and TikToks too. It was similar to me. Like when you're at the department store and you're the men's underwear aisle, you know, and you're kind of given a little side glance kind of thing. Mm -hmm. There's, there's that too. And I, TJ Maxx sold because Calvin Klein was always the most risque. Mm -hmm. And I would love TJ Maxx because they had the Calvin Klein ones. Cause like (laughs) we shopped at Kohl's, my mom. So Kohl's, then the underwear models were so much more like, not as hot. <laughs> Damn I, I get it. I get it. I love how anytime I feel like anytime you ask a man who's gay, they're about their first crushes. It's always like an older like man. Mm-hmm. Like I swear, it's always like the dad. It's always the dad. It's never the like yeah. oh JTT or like mm-hmm. I love the sun or like whatever wrestlers or like yeah. It's like older about. men. Literally, it's crazy. Santa. <laughs> I don't, I've never heard that one. No, okay, just me. No, yeah, that's not that one. <laughs> um, we're really diving deep. I feel like all I want to do is like make fun I of you. I love it. I okay, love good. Diving. Okay, good. Because I, another question is like, I want to ask you something else. So, listening to you speak about your religious family members in such, um, in, well, listen, I, cause and speaking of that podcast that I still can't remember the name of, but that Sophia hosted, you should check it out. If anyone looks you up, they'll see, um, if you type in Nick Norsha in uh podcast, Apple podcast, it'll show up which episode season, but you talk about your religious family members who don't understand your sexuality in such kindness around the idea. This was just something sort of new to me that I'd never really thought about that really resonated with me is that you said that they think they're doing what's right. And they think that they're helping you get to heaven and, and innately be good. So there's a there's a part of you that that sort of realizes. I think you were talking about your dad, who's who's you know had a hard time with this, and you said you know there's a part of you that like. I don't know if it doesn't blame him or just has an understanding for like religion is so sick and fucked and powerful that it makes you think he thinks that he wants you to be better or good or, or go the right way. So I just thought that was a really like interesting way to think about it. And I, I gather that that maybe helps you a little bit too, to sort of look at it that way instead of just having full like anger and resentment. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, it, it's tricky because it's like a double-edged short sword where it helped like, I would need my, like, it would be so much easier to process it if my dad was like this asshole, like, you know, like alcoholic, like a horrible dad. And I'd be like, yeah, fuck you, right. you asshole. But um, that's kind of what I was diving in in that segment. Like when I tell my story or like when I say what my dad did or like what was said to me at 22 when I came out, like people are like, a monster. <laughs> but like that's not him like if you met him and you had no idea you'd be like oh what a great guy like what a loving you know what a loving man um and he was like the best dad like he his dad was an alcoholic and he didn't have he tried to be the dad he wanted mm-hmm. um but he tried to raise me in like the way he wanted to be raised because he like only wanted me to do sports and i was like but well, what about the tap shoes <laughs> um and uh but anyway but that all i to say is like yes it it um like he's he just like he he's so ingrained in that religion that he his choice is do I accept my son and like alter my views on this or do I like stick with this and like cut off my son and he chose the latter Mm -hmm. but some but he's he's very no like black and white like so not like because a lot of I have a lot of religious like friends parents that are very strong Christians and they're still like you know, like loving and accepting will have me like over at the house. Mm-hmm. My dad won't even like have 
a meal with me. Like mm-hmm. my dad, I'm not allowed in the house that I grew up in mm-hmm. to sit down and like have a meal because that is fellowshipping with like someone who that would be him. Like, I don't even understand, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, it's almost like very, he's very extremist when it comes to Christianity. Um, but yeah. Yeah. So kind of to answer your question. Yeah. Yeah. And it, there's nothing you can do, but when you can find some sort of kindness that way in anything, it's going to inevitably help you And I love how honest you are about your story and your story is not, does not live alone. I mean, there are so many people Mm -hmm. that have this, a similar story. So it's really lovely that you've been able to only be out as long as you have and are, are using your platform to talk this way and so openly. So thanks Mm -hmm. for being just, thanks for just being a little cutie gay boy. I really appreciate it. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. I I appreciate that. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, you know, to follow up on Amy's hard hitting, um, (laughs) really deep questions slash, you know, just kind of loving you. You recently shaved off your mustache, Mm -hmm. sending a ripple through the gay community. Personally, I was in disbelief for what seemed like days. Days. You were riddled with anxiety. I believe the riots are still happening. Oh, they are. We we Googled them right before. They are, yeah. Although, you know, you still look fine without them. Handsome even. Um, I'm just wondering what made you shave it and how is life been without it? Mm -hmm. Go on. Without the mustache. Uh, thank you. I had it for that disco show that I was doing. If you followed me on Instagram during that time, um, I was in an immersive theater uh, disco show. And so it was like um, New York 77, like that 1977. So I wanted to grow out a mustache for, for that. Um, and I've never kept the mustache for more than like a month or two. And that was almost three and a half months that I like had the mustache because I started growing it out, but like two months before the show so that it was thick. Um, and I, I did love it. And I actually, like, as soon as I shaved it off, I was like, I miss it. Oh. But one of my, and it's not an insecurity. I actually don't care that people think I'm like six to 10 years older than I actually am. I'm 26, but people always think I'm like, typically people think I'm like 31, 32. But when I have a mustache, it's like 36, 37. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of was just like, you know, I just like I'm tired of looking older than I am. Mm-hmm. Even though like I don't, obviously I feel younger than 26. Um, I was just like, I'm going to just, change like shave it off um and i also like love changing my look i hate i get bored with like the same haircut like you know i I, like i like having long hair sometimes like having short hair like sometimes i'll dye my hair like i just you know to feel something you got to change i get it and i just want to say to the listeners out there you're welcome for the hard-hitting questions that i like to ask Mm -hmm. week after week here on poor little thing yeah ryan is always getting to the (laughs) nitty-gritty of things and literally getting to what people want to hear and really going you have a really you find it easy to go deep well and that's what i like about you thank you so much i love you so much love you more Thank you so much for being honest with that as well. Um, about, that, was, that was honestly the hardest question. Ever. Yeah, that was about your religion and I about, yeah, we really appreciate oh, it. Uh, but now that you're a part of like the gay community too, and you found your people, how are you feeling just sort of like being a part of that world now? It's it's exhausting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, the gays are, it's wild. I mean, I love it out here, um, but it is like, overwhelming um i heard on the it's a gay ass podcast that you recently watched the smash hit sister act Act. two and loved it i mean i love that you love part two more than part one because honestly who doesn't um sweetie that film helped mold my childhood please tell me that you couldn't get that soundtrack out of your head for days 
Oh, no, and I, I have it on Spotify. Yes. Um, immediately go to Spotify and, and do it. And then I listen to the musical, Musical. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> love that as well. Uh, yeah, no, I, I genuinely do not. I know we haven't really talked about it here, but like most podcasts, I dive into like how I went to a private Christian school, but sixth grade prior, I was homeschooled. And in that world, like very sheltered from like secularness. Um, and so I like didn't anything in the nineties do not know of like did not like when I had my, when I had my job, um, my, my first job out of college when I was an assistant, my boss was like, Hey, can you get like a, something, something for David, like a David Bowie, something. I was like, who's David Bowie? And he wanted, <laughs> Nick. He wanted to fire you. And when, and when Prince died, I was like the Prince of who? <laughs> like, what is your- genuinely. And then when I was watching, no, get this, when I was watching. So in that podcast, I also mentioned that my roommates here are like, they found out that I'm very uncultured. And so they like sat me down and made me watch um, death becomes her and like first wise club and all those classics. Mm-hmm. But when we're watching um, death becomes her, I'm like, I love this blonde girl. And, like, who is she? And they were like, Goldie, H- like, I'm sorry, what? And like, yeah. Who is she? And we pulled up the IMDb. I've never seen a Goldie Hawn movie. Never wow. until last year, last year. I saw my first Goldie Hawn. Do you know, like, her, do you know, who her daughter is? Oh yeah, I I, oh. I, I did know her. her daughter. <laughs> who, who's her daughter? No, her name is Blanky. <laughs> oh, Kate so Hudson. Kate Hudson. There we go. Oh, and her husband Nick. is the sexy guy from Sky High. The dad. Oh, is it I Nicholas? Is your full name Nicholas? It's Nicholas. Okay, so we can say that. No, but bad. I but I always like whenever. I find out something that's like everyone knows and I don't. I always text my sister. I'm like, text sister and I'm like, do you know who David Bowie is? She's like, who? I'm like, okay. I'm, <laughs> I'm fine. Are you the oldest of your siblings? No, I'm the third. Oh, I have an older brother, older sister, me, and then the younger brother. Oh, wow. Oh, oh my gosh. That's so, it, it's okay. As much as it's like, we're freaking out, obviously. And obviously when you tell people this, I'm sure they have the same reaction, but this is so exciting. You get to see all these amazing movies for the first Mm -hmm. time. It's like you're from another planet. You're like, come with us. We're going to educate (laughs) you. But I need like people to tell me what I, cause I don't, I didn't know sister act was a thing. I have seen, um, uh, Whoopi Goldberg in a nun, nun costume. And I just like never really like, decided to Google why that was a thing. I need someone to be like, oh, you need to listen to this person's music. Like, you know what I'm saying? So that's why I like having friends that are older. Than me. There was a petition, I think, to make a Sister Act 3 and Whoopi was on board because I watched The View religiously as one does and they're, they're not going to make it. They're not going to make it. Um, on your Instagram, I saw a photo of you speaking to Anna Kendrick. Um, what did you say to her? I'm just like, no, spill the beans, was- honey. That was crazy. So it was at that disco immersive theater show that I, I was in. Mm-hmm. And the guys that put it on, my good friends, J- JT and Justin, they're friends with her. Like she knows she's friends with them. Well, I don't know. They're, they're friends. And so she likes to come to, they do immersive, they do creep LA. If you're listening in your LA, like that's their big thing. That's like the haunted Halloween one. But anyway, we did night fever. So she came, I had no idea she was coming that night. Um, and you can't break character. You can't like be like, oh, I know who you are. And I like couldn't act like I knew who she was, which is honestly better because it wasn't that awkward. Like, I'm like, I love you. Like, I wasn't able to fangirl, which again, I'm happy. Like, I was forced to not fangirl. Um, but part of my bit as a character is like, I would get handcuffs and like be like a little sexy, like cop street. So I cop tease, strip tease. There we go. Um, <laughs> you got there. And I like came up to her and I was like, you've been a bit, and like everyone has a New York accent. So we're like, I was like, you've been such a bad girl. I'm like, oh, yeah, you've been so naughty. Like, oh my, you know what we do to naughty girls here? And like, like, like having a little bit, but then she, 
it was so overwhelming because I'm actually like very new to acting in that world. And I have a horrible like New York accent. <laughs> so then she was like, trying to like, you know, come back at me. And then I just like, was speechless. Cause she's like, what are you going to do? And I was like, fuck, what, what do I say? <laughs> what do to me? And I was like, I'm going to handcuff you. <laughs> but um, you're a pervert. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> just kidding. And then what are you going to do to me? I don't, I don't know. I, I, I don't, I'm not sure. That's Anna and I got to go. Anna, I got to go. go. Just, I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. She was fun. She was, she was really sweet. And now it's time for our PLT stories. Can we please hear our theme music? Ooh, it's every time it gets me. Every time it gets me. I love it. I know. Oh, it gets me too, guys. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Thank I'm you. Just... Thank you. Um, Amy, would what? you like to go first today? I would love to go first. So usually I do a PLT story about myself because I have so many. And usually it involves shitting my pants, which we've talked about. I can't always so just be talking times, about crap yeah. and like my bowel issues mm-hmm. and like the fact that I'm allergic to everything. Yeah. So now I'm going to tell a PLT story about this other person. Okay. So I was at the hair salon the other day, uh, brush shout out to brush salon woody who, and they're the greatest. Anyways, my friend Calvin is my hairstylist and his assistant is called Kiki. She's new. She's wonderful. Lovely. Anyways, we start talking about dating and she's talking about her dating history. And she tells me about this fucking date. She went on, listen to this. So Kiki's on the apps. She's on plenty of fish. Okay. And she connects with this guy. They start talking. He seems cool. He's a single dad. They try and make plans to go out on this date. And they're going back and forth, back and forth. He keeps canceling, keeps canceling. Anyways, finally, she's written this guy off and she's like, you know what? This is fucked. You're not like make connecting this with me. Like what's going on? Anyways, six months or something later, I think they reconnect again. And she thinks... I just really have a connection with this guy. I'm like, I guess I'll just try. He's saying, let's go on another date. So she's like, okay. Anyways, they finally make this date happen. This has been like a long time in the mm-hmm. making. So finally, she says to him, like, well, you you decide what you would like to, you'd like to do. He says, let's go to a movie. She's already like, you should have heard her telling the story too. She should be telling the story because she's just so sassy and amazing. She was like, so he picks a fucking movie for the first date. Like, cool. I'll sit beside you in silence. Who picks yeah, a movie? No, that's so bad. Like, we're not 13 years old on our first date where mm-hmm. we're going to like, you know, secretly hold hands and that's going to be the highlight. Like, no, we want to have conversation. Anyways, she's been waiting so long for this that she's like, sure. They decide they're going to meet in Metro Town. Love it. She lives in New West. You're not going to know anything about this, Nick, but this is just different places. And he lives in Vancouver. They're going to meet at this place. Fine. Makes sense. Makes sense. No one has to drive each other, whatever. Metro Town is beautiful. No. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing wrong with it, but like, it's not, not for me, not for me. Um, anyway, so they meet at the movie theater. Well, she's waiting there. She gets there first. He shows up shit-faced. <laughs> this is number one. He was okay? shit-faced? He was shit-faced. He's not even done yet. He shows up absolutely shit-faced. She's already there. This has been a long time coming. She's like, um, all right. Like, like he, I should say he's drunk. He's not like falling on the ground or anything, but like, he's very clearly intoxicated and she's already like, Oh my God. Like, okay. Also, this is a very sorry, but heterosexual girl story. Like if it were me, I would have been like, I got to no. Like mm. I'm leaving. Yeah. Anyway, so she, I'm just to hate on all heterosexual women. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're here for. This just changed the podcast name. Yeah, <laughs> all of my heterosexual girlfriends are being like, you fucking cunt. Kind, but also, yeah. yeah. So anyhow, anyways, she's like, okay, well, I guess we'll go up to watch the movie. So you go up these escalators, up whatever at Metro Town, they watch the movie. He falls asleep during the movie. <laughs> so he's asleep in the movie. Sleep. 
yeah, he's asleep. So he's drunk. Then he falls asleep and she's like, what the fuck? What do I do? Like, I can't just leave him. And she's feeling yes, like, yes, she can. She could <laughs> totally. But I think she's also kind in the sense that she was like, I don't, can't just leave him here. Like what if something, ha- I don't know, whatever. So then the end of the movie, she wakes him up. So she has to wake him up at the end of the fucking movie. Then he wakes up drunk, whatever, still drunk. Mm-hmm. Then as they're going down the escalator, she's a couple steps in front of him and he's a couple steps behind. She's already chalked up like, I'm getting the fuck out of here. I, I can't, like, I've got a story for the books. Oh no, it doesn't end there. All of a sudden she starts hearing. No. And she's like, what the fuck? Turns yeah. around. He starts vomiting off of each side of the escalator, which goes Ugh. down, st- down like floors. Cause it's all open and he's vomiting behind her. She's with him. And he's vomiting on each side. And that's, that's, and then at the end, I guess she never saw him again. Can you please? <laughs> well, now, if, if, if you didn't end it like that, if, and, and then they went on a second date. No. <laughs> that is when I'm like, no. What if he was just nervous? What if he was just nervous? What if, what if he was just, what if he was just nervous and like had a few drinks before? Because he's like, I'm so nervous. This is so much, you know, anticipation. It's a long time coming. And he had a couple just to like. And then he fell asleep. And then yeah. he threw up everywhere. Yeah, too much. Yeah, poor little thing, actually. You know what? Kiki's the poor little thing. She should have given him another chance. <laughs> Kiki. She should have Kiki. <laughs> Kiki. <laughs> but Kiki's has since found her man. Oh, that's good. And now she's very happy. And actually, it was a man that she was sort of talking to at the same time as this loser and sort of didn't give him the time of day. And wow. then they circled back. And now they're happily together and they've been together for years. I love that. I know. Kiki's man is a... PLT. Um, all right, I'm up. My best friend from high school, Rhonda, was uh, trying to have a child with her partner, and they were having some difficulties. Um, you know, she was, uh, I think, around 38 at the time, and her partner was over 50, and he had a vasectomy, and then he got it reversed, and they were just not having any luck at it. So she was looking at her options, and she she messaged me, and she's like, "Ryan, like you're one of our you know backup plans. Could you get your sperm check?" So I was like. Yes, I will, Rhonda. I have to go and I have to get the little cup. You know what I mean? And I, I come home and I like look at my things to make myself uh, come. To make yourself come. Yeah, to make myself come. Is that what you sound like when you come? Yeah. Do it again, please. Uh, okay. Yeah, so I come into this little cup and then I and I, I take it because you have to take it within like an hour or two, I think, to the, uh, the, the, the clinic. So I go there and the girl's there and she's nice enough. And I, I'm like, I don't know why I think I need to make a joke, but I hand her, it's like in a little paper bag, right? And I give it to her and I go, it almost didn't all fit in there. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Meaning that I came so much. So you, much. you got it. Yeah. yeah I get it. Um, she did not laugh. And then, and then, so I, awkward. And then I, I really, I really needed my, you know, like, I needed my audience. So I was like, I thought I was going to need a second cup. <laughs> to which she did not laugh again. <laughs> so then I just handed it her yeah. and, and walked off. Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> yeah, it turns out Rhonda got pregnant. Wow, with John. So with his, his sperm. With his sperm. Yeah, yeah. So they did not need my sperm. They didn't, and they didn't want your sperm. No. <laughs> Fun fact I'm now actually banned from that clinic. Okay. <laughs> your story yeah <laughs> your story is just trying to hand a bag of jizz and making a joke and a joke about it and she did not like it you're a poor little she, thing she didn't like it she didn't like can you and nick do it together yeah nick uh, on the count of three ryan is a one two three plt thank you so much Nick's like this podcast no no now the count of three you're gonna say this and then you're gonna do this okay you do what we say nick i was originally gonna tell like an embarrassing story but now that i kind of get understand plt um i have like a a like i had a plt story and i'm gonna i'm gonna tell it it's just it's just embarrassing in the sense of like I would just tell it. Okay. So <laughs> right before the pandemic, I was in um, Mississippi 
working for this uh, director and I was his assistant. And I was, you know, like obviously single AF in Mississippi. And I started talking to this guy on Instagram in uh, California, LA. So we're like talking, we have like a little, like, it's only a month, okay, in his defense. We only were talking for a month, but serendipitously, my bosses were going to LA and I'm their assistant. So I was like, I'll just go to LA. So I booked the flight and we kind of like t- discussed it. Like I was going to work like throughout the work week. And then on the weekend, I was going to go um, hang out with him and stay, like, stay with him. And so the first time I get there, obviously we're horny and we like have never really met in person. So I like did stay with him on that Tuesday night and we got tacos and whatnot. And it was great. And I met some of his friends and then the rest of the week, like I'm working, you know, and whatnot. And Friday comes around uh, and he's at the bars and I'm like going to go meet up with him. But my bosses were working late that day. And then they went to Alice and Janney's house and like invited me to like have martinis with Alice and Janney. So I like kind of like, on that's on that's on me so i didn't get to the bar until like 11 p.m which i I was pretty sober and i get there and he was like like chatting with this guy and was like i was like hey cool i'm not like jealous whatever and um i'm like oh hey what's up and then like and i don't remember like i don't know anyone at this bar except for him and uh he like doesn't he basically like they're just still talking and the guy's de- definitely into him so it's just kind of awkward and then his friend i started talking to his friend that i met on that tuesday i'm so bad at telling the story um because it's, it's, it's trauma um <laughs> and so i'm like talking to his friend just to, so that i'm not like awkwardly just standing there waiting for him to like acknowledge me um his friend tries to make out with me and then i'm like why would his friend who like has he not told his friend that like we were like talking like what's going on i was so confused i like was drunk at this point and was just like kind of like snapped at him because i was like what the fuck and um so basically i think yeah because it was just a misunderstanding that he then his friend then told the guy his name's andrew he's like nick's pissed because you're talking to that guy which makes me sound like a psycho which i wasn't mad that he was talking to the guy i wasn't like jealous it was more like I'm here to see you and I've been here now for about 15, 20 minutes and I haven't even had a conversation with you. And I'm just like standing here and like all my LA friends that I wanted to see are like staying in today. Cause this was the weekend. This was the week that Tom Hanks had COVID. So this was like pre like right on the cusp. So just, a lot of my friends were like not going to go out that weekend because like COVID was the thing. Um, and I made the poor decision to go out. So anyway, we're leaving that bar to go to another bar. And I run into a girlfriend on the street from college. And I'm talking to this girlfriend. And as we're like ch- chatty, uh, over my shoulder, I see the guy not wait for me. And he turned the corner and just like left. I was going to go home with Andrew at 1am. And I'm realizing now that I don't have a plan for where I'm going to go <laughs> oh, home no. that night. Yeah. And um, it does start to rain. And as I am... In LA? Yeah. Drizzle, wow. Drizzle. It was wow. literally magical. Well, not magical, but like... Anyway, um, <laughs> the opposite of magical. Right. Um, as I'm like seeing, like I'm talking to this girl and she's like so energetic and I'm processing it as like, as, as I'm talking to her, I'm like processing it. And then I just like am overwhelmed. So I start crying. Oh, and she's like, yeah. like, you know, when someone asks if you're crying and they're like, are you crying? And then it's just like, you're like yeah. trying your best not to. <laughs> yeah. so then I'm at the corner of like WeHo and I'm like bawling to this girl and she's there with all her friends. I have not met a single one. Right. And like crying to this girl, I'm like, I don't know where I'm going home. And I like, this guy just left me like, well, and I just didn't know I was a mess. I was a hot mess. Um, and when I tell the story, I'm starting to be on his side. <laughs> <laughs> As to why he laughed. <laughs> okay. No. Anyway. So as I'm on this corner, this hot ass 
Instagram, my boy, and this was before I was big on social media. So like no one knew who I was. And he's this like really hot guy on Instagram. And I had this like huge crush on him. I've followed him since I was in college, like three years, like have drunkenly slid in his DMs and he would like like some of the messages or like reply. So he like he like I did not think he knew who I was, but like he's acknowledged my existence, which was enough for me. Um, <laughs> and so basically this guy's on that corner, that exact corner where I'm bawling to this girl because I'm essentially homeless at this point. And that was his first impression because I feel a tap on my shoulder and I turn around and it's, it's him. And I was like, this is not his first, like I am. And he's like, and I was able to kind of just like act like I didn't even acknowledge I was crying. And he's like, he said, what are you, you're in LA. And I was like, okay, wow. He knows who I am. And I was like, yeah. He's like, what are you doing? He's like, who are you here with? What are you doing? And I turned and the, my friend and her friends that I've not introduced myself to, I'm like, I'm here with my girls from college. <laughs> I was like, oh I'm like, oh and they like all kind of just like went with it. Like, <laughs> and, um, he was like, oh, we're going to this bar. And I was like, we'll go with you. And I turned to the girls. I was like, please go along, please go along. Like, cause if they didn't want to go into the bar, then I was, you know, I was, so these girls were like, we'll go along. We get to the bar. There's a fucking cover. And of course, like it's a gay bar and they're girls so like they're gonna pay it um the the hot guy gets in for free and um i did cover six girls as cover because it was you know that's a good boy that's a good boy and so we're at the bar we're having a good time and then of course he like knows someone else at the bar and like he's like making out and like goes home which i wasn't trying to go home with that guy um because i was still heartbroken over andrew and um at this point, at this point, I lose the girls that I'm with, my, my best friends from college. So then basically it's like 2 a.m. and I'm like, I'm gonna walk to where I was staying all week was with my my bosses. Their 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 friend has a guest house and I was staying at the guest house. And I was just gonna assume it was fine for me to not tell them that I was going to I knew the code. So I was like, I guess I can just go back to that place, even though hopefully, like, you know. So I walked from a bit you y'all aren't from LA. So I walked a mile and a half when I could have Ubered, but in that moment, I'm a cancer moon. So when I'm sad, I love to like dwell on the sadness. Yeah. And, and at this point it was drizzling again in LA, which is just like unheard of. So I did walk from like Mickey's if y'all know. Okay. So basically a mile and a half mm-hmm. and in the drizzling rain at 2 AM alone and to make matters worse, which is better for me. I did, I did put on Sam Smith radio. Um, <laughs> wow. Well, yeah, and, right and some Adele songs here and mm-hmm. there. And that was, um, and then I can't, oh, oh, oh my God, I forgot the best part of the story. Um, but then at this point, like COVID's a real thing that, but that next day, the governor's like bars, gyms shut down. I go back to Mississippi seven days later, I test positive for COVID. Oh, I had, I was like patient zero for whatever you call the first person in like Mississippi to have COVID. Wow. I I probably caught COVID at that, um, Mm-hmm. Yeah. At so that was, hell night. Yeah. Where, and I have not <laughs> recovered. <laughs> so that Is was that my story. <laughs> no, that's, that's, the end. that's the end. Oh that's, my God. That's absolutely. But me and, me and Andrew are friends now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Has Andrew. he heard you tell this story like in uh-huh. detail like this? Mm-hmm. He does. Oh my and his, god! And his his version of it is completely different. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm, sure, I'm sure it is. You know what? My favorite part. There's so many parts to pick in there, but I have to say, my most favorite part is who are you here with? These girls, <laughs> my girls, <laughs> my friends, and they're all like, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Was, oh my god! I'll pay for your cover. Yeah, I'll pay for your cover. Literally, please, I just really want to impress this guy. He's so hot. Um, well, we. I really am desperate to call you a. Uh, PLT. PLT. Oh my god! <laughs> I love that you were desperate. I was to desperate to call him that after that. I'm not crying in the rain at fucking oh. Adele and shit. Okay, let's wrap this up. 
Okay. Um, our final question. We always end our podcast now that it's 6 p.m. Um, we <laughs> end our podcast with a question. And today's question is, do you believe in UFOs? So do you? I, I do. Oh, of, course, of course you do. Of course I do. Go on. Go off. Okay. Well, like, it, it would be so naive of humans to think that like for our existence, it's like there's definitely other like life out there somewhere, intelligence. Right. And I'm sure they're more advanced than we are. I mean, you saw what happened when we tried to put people through a pandemic. Well, we didn't do that, but like we're, we're our own, like we, no, there's no way that humans are the best <laughs> thing in the universe. What they're trying to say is, I, what do you think? I think, um, I'm, I'm, I mean, yes, I believe in them just because I want to believe in them. Like, I saw an article maybe last week, a girl posted it on her Instagram story and it was like, they found some stuff on Mars that was like, it looked like it was from a machine that was not man-made. I read the article and it was like fake news. It was, but I don't know. It kind of, I got very excited. Oh, they found something. They found like some, you know, particles that are like yeah. some metal or something that wasn't from earth. And then, I, yeah. So I, I want to believe, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, um, I'm afraid. So I like, and sometimes I get afraid, like when I say, oh yeah, it's true. I think like, okay, then they're going to come. It's like, sometimes like, if you say like ghosts are real, I think the ghosts are going to hear me say that they're real. And so then they're going to appear. They could be like, I'm going to show myself mm -hmm. now because she said that we are real and yeah. she's ready. That's, to how see it me. Works. that's how it works. And that's how it works. Yeah. So I'm kind of afraid to say that UFOs are real, but I agree with you in the sense of like, we have hair. We're talking. I have teeth. We wear clothes <laughs> in this world. Do you know we what have I mean? Like, hair. But I mean, like, what the <laughs> fuck is this? Like, yeah, this is a podcast. We have a language. We're we're of gravity. Oh God, here she goes. Yes. Well, I don't have to smoke pot to talk about this. <laughs> I'm telling you, I don't need to be high. I, edible. I did have an edible before. We split. We split one though, just to be safe. <laughs> just to be safe and cute. Yeah. Um. Last night I did have one. Jenny drugged me. <gasps> My partner's name is Jenny. And she said, do you want, do you want some, a, a gummy? She said yeah. a gummy. And I thought she meant, cause I was having a bit of anxiety. I thought she meant it's just full CBD. Well, when I ate it, I said, this isn't CBD. And she said, I know it's one-to-one. -one. Uh, There's THC in there. So then I was high as a kite, just break, hanging out. Break up with her? I broke up with her on the spot. It's been nine years. I don't care. <laughs> Gone. In an you don't do that. My bitch. Don't. My bitch. <laughs> Why do you guys break up? She drugged me. She drugged me. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, yes. Yeah, so I don't know about UFOs, but um you ever seen ET? Yeah, I have. Cunt. Cunt. Signs <laughs> uh, Which oh my God. Signs. Do you know who ET is? No. Well, you Actually, I've never actually seen ET, but you've heard of it. I've never seen. Um, I, I know what it is. I know what it is. But signs going back to like uh, religious trauma or like my shelteredness. Yes. Mel Gibson was like okay because he's like a Christian. So like growing <laughs> no, up, you're I, allowed. I wasn't allowed to watch like anything but these R-rated like movies that were Mel Gibson movies. I could watch. <laughs> he's Christian. Christian. Um, and I did watch Signs, and I'm like, really, Dad? Out of all the things that like you didn't want me to watch, you made mm -hmm. like, I was. Able to watch science. We do. I thought I was going to say. <laughs> Anywho, oh, thank you, Nick. Nick, um, where can we find you on your socials? Uh, I am Nick underscore Norcia. It's spelled N O R C I A. So it looks like Norcia. Yes. Um, and yeah, yeah, Nick underscore Norcia. And it's the same on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Nick, you're a dream. Thank you so much. We really, truly appreciate you. And um, thank you for taking the time. And you're so funny. And we're so excited to see what you do. You're mm -hmm. doing all the right things. Oh, thank you, guys. Thank you so much for having me on. Thanks for tuning in to Poor Little Thing, the podcast. We love you. And if you love us, please don't forget to like, rate, review, and subscribe. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Ryan and Amy Show. If you want to see exclusive content and extra goodies, join our Patreon and strap in because... It gets wet and wild. <laughs> and as we always say, you, you poor, poor little, little thing. thing.
deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.